the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Mark, what do you got for us today? You know, we're going to have an interesting show today. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Case Schiller came out with their uh, home Price index. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what that looks like. Are prices declining? Uh-oh. Stay tuned. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Fed. They cut rates. So what does that mean for real estate? Does it mean mortgage rates will go down? Does it mean your credit card interest rate will go down? Does it mean home prices will Go up. Does it mean uh, recession is on the horizon? I don't know. And then we're also going to talk a little bit. Nam brought an article about uh, sea level rise that I think came out in the local uh, Bay Area press. Is it true or are you a climate denier? Well, I read that. I read that, Mom, because I thought it was seals rising. Seals rising. Yeah, like they'll rise too. They'll rise with the tide. That's right. All all seals rise with the tide. All flotsam and jetsam. Everything. (laughs) So since we've got uh, not too short a segment to start out with here today. Why don't we first talk a little bit about home prices? And so the most widely followed home price index is the uh, S&P Dow Jones Index, also known as the Case-Shiller Index. Got too many names here. S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller. I guess they almost have bought each other out or something some time ago. But it is the most widely followed uh, index, and it is a trailing index. So they came out with the May 2019 figures, and as we've been talking about on this show, so during the, let's say for example, let's step back a bit, during 2018, that index showed pretty much double-digit growth in Bay Area home prices almost throughout 2018 until maybe late 2018, uh, August, September, October, where uh, it started to drop dramatically. It went from 10 to 9 to 8 to 7. Well, uh, for May, it was 1% year-over-year uh, price differential to the positive. So, uh, you know, f- figuring, you know... An, uh, slowdown. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a slowdown. Um, so one might expect that we might see in the ensuing months, or maybe it's already happened because, again, they don't have the data yet for June and July. Uh, maybe we are seeing, finally, um, a, a, you know, uh, we've crested and we may be heading uh, downward in home prices. So we don't really know that. But it's, what also is noteworthy is, is the, when the index report comes out at the end of every month, and this 
this one came out on July 30th. It always tells you the three cities uh, or the three MSAs, as they call it, uh, uh, that have appreciated the highest in that month. Uh, that's the, uh, in topic. And so in May, uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix and Tampa reported the highest year over year gains among the 20 cities that uh, uh, they follow nationwide. What's noteworthy is the first time it's been less that that not one city had a double digit increase in pricing. So the highest was Vegas at six and a half, followed by Phoenix at just under six percent and Tampa with five percent. Well, you know, I remember when the market was uh, coming down heavily, Phoenix and uh, Vegas got hit. The hardest, yeah, yeah. or appeared to be. Well, even worse, Tampa th- though. I, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't nowhere. know what's. Well, Tampa's been in, been like in the top three for a while now. I thought, it kind of, yeah, it, it felt like it came out of nowhere. But yeah. you know, what's what's even more interesting when you really get into Las Vegas is, I'm pretty sure the year was 2006. If not, it might have been 2005. It was one of those two years where Las Vegas was the highest appreciating yeah. city in the nation yep. year over year at like 56. percent I mean, it was just yeah, like it, it was like first, and the the, the the next closest was. Maybe in the in the twenties or thirties, yeah. so and it also crashed the hardest sure. when yeah. the market turned. Well, I mean, I, you I, couldn't I, give away those condos that people were snapping up for investment purposes. Remember all the condos that you yeah. could buy mm-hmm. uh, that were not yet built yet, but you could you could buy them in advance for uh, what seemed like a great price, and you were going to double or triple your money, and instead you pretty much lost most of it. <laughs> that was like the city center was being built around. That, that well, time, city right? center was yeah. exactly where yeah. a tr- I, I, I almost bought several condos in, in city center because I was going to this this um, real estate investment organization down in San Jose and they were the exclusive representative of city center um, condo uh, advanced purchases and people were snapping up these advanced purchases and signing contracts. Well, didn't they also like and, way yeah. overbuild? It wasn't just the fact that well, of the market course. went down. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just like they just out of nowhere they just kept building, building, building. Yeah. Now, condos yeah. are you know tend to be the most volatile of of all real estate investment types. They they tend to go up and down with a lot more volatility than your single family well, and residential I, property. And I wonder what the HOAs are. I mean, that mm. must have been a disaster. You know, you get two two houses that have right. occupants. You know, well, nowadays city center is gorgeous, but you just have mm-hmm. to wonder. You know, you know who, who owns those now, and yeah. did they stick it out, or right. are most of them? Did they did they pick those up? Uh, I bet, I bet they at the bottom up. of the market. Right. I bet they picked them up. Oh, yeah. You know what they say: pioneers get slaughtered, settlers get rich. <laughs> right? <laughs> I thought it was bulls and bears, but that's okay. <laughs> hey guys, and I forgot to mention that uh, today uh, trivia theme is movies. All right. So here we're going to get to our first commercial trivia break. Uh, and I, I asked some easy ones this, this time. Okay. I wanted to give Mark a, an ego boost. All right. <laughs> Which two friends won Oscars for their screenplay of the 1997 movie Goodwill Hunting? Oh. Right? You know that one. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first to... Uh, uh, we're actually, we're just going to... That's an easy one. So we're just going to give out um, to the first callers with the correct answer on those questions. Want to make a shout out here for the Sonoma Canopy Tours Company. Um, zip line through beautiful California coastal redwoods with Sonoma Canopy Tours. Check them out. SonomaCanopyTours.com. Your start of your zip line adventure starts there. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff. And who are you? Non-fond. There you go. Oh, Pacific Private Money. First trivia question is, uh, which two friends won Oscars for their screenplay of the 1997 movie Good Will Hunting? That would be uh, uh, Batman and Jason Bourne. There you go. That's right. <laughs> no, Bruce Wayne. Swear. Chandler and Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. from the movie Friends, or from the TV show Friends. No. What, 1997? 22 years ago? I know. Holy smokes. They were just kids. Yeah. Hey, quick So mention. Ben Affleck and, and, who and was uh, the, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, that's yeah. right. Oh, yes, he didn't know. Jason Bourne, the Martian. Yeah. Uh, make quick mention here for Mountain Mike's Pizza. The pizza, the way it ought to be, the famous pepperoni pizza, has over 100 pieces. 100 pieces of pepperoni. Oof. I love that. I'm going to count. Pepperoni. That's great. Call them at uh, 415 454 4,300. Uh, check them out. 2100 uh, 4th Street in San Rafael. All right. Uh, Nam, you got an interesting article to share. Yeah, this comes from ABC7news.com um, regarding housing. So Berkeley, in the title is Berkeley, Oakland ranked among worst cities in the U.S. for first-time home buyers. Really? Yeah. Berkeley and Oakland. And you would think Oakland is the, like the one city in all of the nine Bay Area counties that probably has the single largest number of single-family homes. Oh, is that right? The largest, yeah, it, it, it also they also had the largest number of foreclosures uh, back in 08, 09, right. and 10. Yeah, well, it says, first-time homebuyers beware. Putting down roots in the Bay Area could be costly, a costly decision. Study looked at the cost of living, real estate taxes, property crime rates, and 24 other different metrics for 300 different cities spanning in the United there States. There you go, the crime rates. And they said Oakland and Berkeley ranked yeah. top among the... Hardest for first-time homebuyers. First-time homebuyers, yeah. Worst place to purchase on the list was Berkeley, and just three spots down was Oakland. Santa Rosa, Antioch, San Jose, and San Francisco rounded out the bottom of the list. Hmm. So rent prices were also compared to mortgage costs. So I think they're looking at mostly um, just the expense, cost of living. So, you know, we, we obviously we lend all over the Bay Area, and we've done a lot of fix-and-flip lending. In fact, we still do fix-and-flip loans to guys buying, uh, you know, um, properties in Berkeley and Oakland and refurbing them and turning them into turnkey. And I, I have been absolutely amazed at the prices they're getting for three-bedroom, two-bath, starter homes, you know, well over a million. You could, your million dollars could buy so much more money, say, in Novato, where we're, you know, yeah. broadcasting from. It's just a, but because of the, I guess, of their proximity, uh, well, obviously say, it's because of their proximity, right but I just, yeah. I think there's, there's, uh, there's a disconnect somewhere between the valuations that they're getting in Berkeley and Oakland for just your bread and butter entry level housing compared to other cities in the Bay Area. Well, yeah, why wouldn't San Francisco be ranked the worst for first time? Maybe because it was the worst, and they just kind of sort of everybody just, already knows they, that. Yeah, yeah gave exactly. Up. Yeah. Also, property taxes because uh, County yeah, of Alameda, yeah. where it's both all, of these awful. reside, uh, have so many taxes that if you own property there as investment, I mean, you're you're paying almost you know it's what one percent. But it's the, one and three quarters. Right. The add-ons are yeah. just phenomenal. And then if, you, then if you own rental property, you have to pay $14 per thousand of receipts on an annual basis. Oh, so that's right. Business tax. Business, that's business tax. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, that was, yeah, Alameda that's County color. is about as uh, communist as you're going to find <laughs> or socialist as you're going to find in, in all of the United States. And it's just everything's just expensive there, including housing, which and unreasonably so. Well, I wonder with, you know, the Fed dropping the rates, it's only dropping a quarter point. I wonder if that will reflect back to the mortgage rates dropping a little bit. You know, I, I don't know that it will. Um, I, I think 
you know, long-term rates, mortgage rates, uh, tend to be based on, on the 10-year T-bill rate, and that really reflects other aspects of the economy, not necessarily and not really short-term rates. I just, I don't see it. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me uh, that we start going on an upward trend again uh, on mortgage rates, which are still actually ridiculously inexpensive right now. Um, I just, <clears throat> I know someone who just got a, uh, a, a multi-million dollar jumbo. Uh, now, it wasn't a 30-year. They went for a 7-1 arm for three and a quarter, and they just closed wow. it. So that's, uh, and then you can get you can get three and three quarters still now on a 30-year fixed uh, uh, from um, from your, your local uh, uh, banking expert, mortgage expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, you know all you know Wells Fargo, B of A, Chase. They're all really um, very, very competitive right now. Uh, the banks are for um, for mortgages, especially on the refis. And I talked to somebody who's working for Wells, and they said they got s- they're, they're, there's such a strong demand for refinancing right now that they're taking up to 120 days to process a refinance. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah at the camp event we went to, <clears throat> California Association of Mortgage Professionals. They all of the conventional folks were just slammed with refinance opportunities. Yeah, you just so. never a year ago you would have never predicted that. Oh, in the spring and summer of 2019, yeah. we're going to have another low in mortgage rates and another refi spring. I mean, I mean, how yeah. many refi? Uh, how many you know gluts of, of refinance uh, mortgage applications have we witnessed in yeah. the last? Ten years. Yeah. And did you go to the event and the booths were empty because the guys had to go back to work? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because there was a light turnout of typically of originators. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. so I would say probably a lot of those people were uh, weren't there because they were busy or at least the top producers who are the ones we want to see anyway. Yeah. So what was noteworthy about um, the Fed's decision to... Um, to lower the rate by a quarter percent, the first time it actually went down uh, in, in 10 years. Cause, yep. Yeah, because it went down quite a bit, and then it's just been ticking up over time. But what was noteworthy about it is the stock market on both the day it was announced and the, and the days following went down. Yeah, didn't they say that What's they wrong had with already people? built Isn't that in? good news? Yeah. They had already built in of the course, pricing. Of course, the stock market typically course. already built in and already reflected, and so they found something else to glom onto and worry about. But <laughs> Although I really shouldn't say that because the stock market has actually done just surprisingly well lately. It's had way more up days than down days yeah, in, the uh, in the last six months, right? And so a lot of people I know who um, make their money in the stock market are um, – uh, are waiting for that for that adjustment, and they all seem to believe a big one's coming. They just don't know what's going to trigger it and when. And so that's the trick of you know making money in the stock market right now. And if you're just a you know just a retail investor like like all of us here, um, they're going to time you, the market. Do you want to be putting more money in the market now? Uh, you know when when it's when we're at all time highs on both the S and P and the Dow. And, well, it never uh, goes down. It just keeps going up, 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 up. <laughs> well, it trends upward. Um, but can you handle the cycles? That's really it the key. It goes like 2007? No. no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a stock market expert. None yeah. of us are here. We don't have right. uh, our stock market guy here today. But uh, I used to be a stock market expert were years you? ago. Yeah. Did you but make I, millions? Um, not millions, but hundreds? I did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I made hundreds of dollars. Uh, I like how you say you were. I were. I were. I were. Expert. I were. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, now I, I like the uh, simplicity mm. and the conservative nature of uh, doing mortgages as you guys do at mm. 
specific private money. And that brings us to our next commercial break. When we come back, I do want to talk deal of the week. Yes. I want to hear what you guys are working on because I heard one that was a, almost too good to be true. Okay. Uh, what was Captain McIntyre's nickname on MASH? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You have, to, you have to be a MASH expert for this yeah. one. Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, what was Captain McIntyre's nickname on MASH? Uh, quick mention here for the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Uh, they have a midweek special that includes two massages and one night in a suite for only... $479 plus tax. Wow. That's pretty good. That I don't know if good. you've ever been there, but it's on Lincoln Avenue right in downtown Calistoga. Beautiful pool. Beautiful. I've been there. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question, because we're talking movies here, because there actually was a movie of this before this TV show. What was Captain McIntyre's nickname on MASH? I, I just, it, my brain is completely frozen, and I, oh. it's not radar, it's no. not... Uh, See, remember, I purposely didn't ask uh, Hawkeye. I know. Because that was too easy. I, I would yeah. have said Trapper John. That's right. Trapper, Trapper. John. And they even That's made right. a, he had a spinoff, Trapper John That's MD. right. Exactly. Yeah. With Pernell Roberts. Yeah. Okay. What was his hometown? His hometown? In the show. Mill Valley. No, no, no. That was uh, B.J. Honeycutt. Oh, that's right. Oh, and Crabapple Cove in Maine was Hawkeye. But I don't know if they ever said Trapper John. The other one was Bloomington, Illinois. For okay. I was a, I remember Mill Valley. In Iowa for uh, uh, Radar. I knew everything about that show. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, who's got a deal of the week? I, 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 are you looking at me for Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever we say deal, oh, the week, we always look at you. So uh, there is one that we are looking at. It's a loan request to pull a large amount of cash out of two rentals for the purpose of building a client's dream home. So this one is actually consumer owner occupied. The amount of cash, the amounts of cash out are not allowed by banks on rental properties. That's why they came to us versus trying to Good get a point. conventional lender. So this person had a ton of assets, a lot of property. Um, but since even though they're not living in the property while it's being constructed, the purpose technically is consumer because the... They're buying, they're building their dream home. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's where... We really stick to the definition of consumer owner occupied, and, and that's why we have the licensing that we do. Is that sometimes the interpretation could be, you know, it's business purpose or is a consumer. I'm not living in there yet, yeah. but we always take the stance that you know what this person is going to live in it, so we're going to write this that's as consumer. It's always the most conservative way to do it. Is it's consider consider it a consumer loan? Exactly. So. Um, you know, and as a consumer loan, obviously the ability to repay is a requirement. Um, in this case, though, it's something unique that we did is we used an asset depletion model to verify depletion, cash flow. Asset depletion, uh, depletion, okay. yeah, yeah. depletion. Did I say depletion? Yeah, you did. That's okay. There's depreciation and there's depletion. Hey, to every all the listeners, I'm copyright. Copyright to trade your trade Yeah. <laughs> so it's something that banks do, um, and I'll actually a lot of hard money lenders. Uh, won't do that as well, but uh, that was a tactic that we would have taken. Uh, we would take it. And uh, so we took a position on the home being built, a lean position, and um, its value wasn't considered. 
um, and mechanics liens risk were minimized by protective equity in the other uh, properties that we had. So. And by the way, for those uh, who are interested in the word of depletion, you have to call Nam Phan. At what phone number to find out that <laughs> yeah. name? What's yeah. your phone number, Edward? Yeah. <laughs> 888-912-11. Oh, no. <laughs> That's 415-883-2150 for Pacific Private Money. 415-883-2150. And ask for Nam and a definition of depletion. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you spell it correctly. You will win. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Bella, another, what are we giving another away? tanning certificate, yeah. And um, actually, I got a call last week. Deal hasn't happened yet, but a uh, it was from a broker. Guy specializes in reverse mortgages, and this borrower, uh, it's in a trust. Uh, one of the parents had passed away. It was a little bit of a complicated situation. Pro- the house is worth a million two, and he could not get the two hundred thousand dollars in time. Uh, to help their situation. So he thought, well, he'll come to us, get a $200,000 first mortgage, and then when his mortgage company that does reverse mortgages is ready to pull the trigger, then they'll cash us out with a reverse mortgage. Um, So basically, from a risk standpoint, you're looking at a $200,000 first mortgage on a property worth a million, too. Wow. How often does that happen? Not too often. And I think in the meantime, the reason it hasn't happened yet, there was was still some kind of weird paperwork or somebody died or something. Yeah. Very, I don't, very inconvenient. I don't usually take calls, um, you know, at Pacific Private Money because I've got, you know, we've got a, a pretty good sized staff of uh, loan officers and originators that, that typically take the calls. But two people who were specifically referred to me and refused to talk to anybody else, so I took, <laughs> I took two, and, and both of them were, were very interesting. We're probably going to do both. Um, uh, we're there in the under, underwriting phase right now, but uh, one was um, a, another owner uh bridge loan need. This is a person who's been renting uh, a home in Marin County and. And has some funds. He's also getting some gift funds from his father. And he owns other property that's a rental property um, in Sonoma County. And he was looking for, you know... not necessarily max financing, but um, because he's coming in with a couple hundred thousand dollars of his own money, uh, we can use the target property and the cross collateral to provide him with essentially uh, a little over 80% purchase financing. But for Pacific Private Money, because we've got two pieces of collateral, we're solving for under 70% combined loan to value. So this is a this is a great situation. And what's different about this than other uh, owner-rock bridge loans that we typically do is that we're typically working with buyers who are who feel like they're stuck in the home they currently live in and they don't really want to sell first to create that down payment uh, and end up having to move and to a temporary place and store their stuff and, and end up moving twice and so they use our product to bridge the opportunity uh, allowing us to provide them up to 100% financing on their target property crossed on and utilizing the equity in their existing home and that's that's how most people use us but we can also work with uh, first time home buyers or return home buyers. There's, not, there's a, a significant portion or percentage of the of the um, population that used to own a home, then lost their home in the last ten years, have been renting and have been trying to get back into the market. So we can help people get back into the market if they have a combination of of their own funds uh, and or gift funds uh, and or property that either they own or a relative owns that we could use for additional collateral, so that we can help them with a a uh, 
uh, a high percentage of financing uh, for their target property, but that because we have additional collateral, now we've got the ability to do it and still be within our lending guidelines of 70%. So that's pretty cool. That's uh, So if you know anybody like that, or if you're in that position and you want to know more, you definitely need to call our team at Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150. And then very quickly, the second one was another one that uh, a lot of... Um, Lenders won't touch, and this was someone who was who started uh, working on a home, a spec home in the Oakland Hills, and his capital partner flaked on him, and so they've already wow. started the foundation. Jeez. Construction has started, and they're looking for a loan. And you want to know why most? Well, first of all, a bank won't touch with a ten-foot pole, yeah. and even most hard money lenders won't touch it because title companies are not going to typically give them the lender's title insurance that on anything that's started. There's mechanics lien exposure and stuff like that. So anyway, we're taking a look at that, and we've done many of those. So again, if you're uh, in that situation, if you're a realtor, a mortgage broker, or a property owner, and uh, construction has started and you need some financing, we can oftentimes help at Pacific Private Money four one five eight eight three two one five. All right. When we come back, uh, we so far we've been talking about the borrowing side. We're going to talk about on the other side how people can invest. All right, and earn a good rate of return. Uh, third trivia question: What was the name of Eddie Murphy's character in the 1984 film Beverly Hills Cop? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. What was the name of Eddie Murphy's character in the 1984 film Beverly Hills Cop? Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host. Actually, this is almost the last, almost the last time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question, what was the name of Eddie Murphy's character in the 1984 film Beverly Hills Cop? Axel Foley. Or Achmel Moli. <laughs> Remember the guy? Yeah, Achmel. Achmel. Achmel? Yes, that is correct. Oh. Okay, so Mark, you were giving us examples as to borrowers who need funds. Uh, if the audience listening in goes, wow, this deal sounds pretty good, how can I be a part of it? How could you be an investor in the mortgage debt that we're creating by helping people? solve their real estate financing issues. And that's exactly at Pacific Private Money what we do. We're really rarely the go-to or the preferred go-to resource for real estate financing simply because we tend to charge you know rates between 8.5% and 9.5%. And when bank financing can be had, like we just mentioned earlier in the show, that uh, you can get, uh, or you could get jumbo loans still at uh, 3.25% uh, uh, and or, you know, or even if it's 4 or 5%, it's, you know, bank financing is always the way to go when you can get it. But there are many, many, many situations uh, in real estate, whether as a homeowner or an investor, where you come across a scenario where you need or want financing uh, to execute a strategy, whether you're buying a home and you don't want to sell your existing home first, or you're working on a home and you're remodeling it and you run out of money, or you're building a new home and you run out of money, um, or just, the, you know, 
it's almost endless, the number of situations. Parents die and the siblings don't know what to do with the property. One wants to keep, one wants to sell. Another one's got his finger up his nose. You just, you know, we, we help those situations. There's, there's, all, there's rarely a real estate situation that we can't help if there's enough equity. That's really the key. I mean, if it's 100% financing, there's no other equity to turn to. We generally can't help. In fact, no one can help usually in those situations. Um, those are you know wishful thinking, and you just got to sell. That's your only opportunity. But when you have a valid um, need for for capital, and we can solve for um, at Pacific, uh, we generally solve for uh, loan to value ratios of 70% or less, meaning there's 30% protective equity when we make a loan on real estate, and that's when it's secured by one or more properties. And we typically make loans secured by two, sometimes three properties, and sometimes even more. Again, we'll look at any situation and try to figure out a resolution. We're problem solvers here at Pacific Private Money. All of the loans we make are funded via private capital. We don't use bank financing. We don't use lines of credit. We don't use hedge fund money or private equity or anything like that. It's all from regular, what we call retail investors like you listening here uh, on this show. Uh, Investors like you, as long as you're um, uh, qualified to invest in this particular alternative investment product. Now, qualified for us means you need to pass the threshold or the the, um, definition of a credit. You need to be an accredited investor um, to invest in our fund, Um, although you do not need to be accredited to invest in individual notes. And so at Pacific Private Money, we make two types of real estate debt investment instruments available to invest in or co-invest in. One is our mortgage pool fund called the Pacific Private Money Fund. You do need to be accredited uh, in order to invest in that. Or you can invest in individual notes. Uh, you can invest as low as uh, you know fifty to one hundred thousand dollars. But more typically, in our on our notes, uh, you n- would n- normally need about two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more of of cash to invest in in one of our individual notes. And the rate of return you can earn on that right now, the trailing twelve month distributed yield on the Pacific Private Money Fund is seven point five percent. Now that rate's been going down a little bit. There's some downward pressures, but seven and a half percent is still a pretty Oh, yeah. Darn good rate yep. for a well-secured investment that's relatively liquid after our 12-month and minimum investment period. And the stays the same. Right. Yeah. And I have a little bit of a rant, too, because, you know, we have, we, we you can invest multiple ways, cash, obviously, yep. but if you have an IRA account uh, or, or uh, 401k and it's with a custodian that won't allow you to directly invest in a fund like ours, you can do a rollover into it with a self-directed IRA. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a number of uh, potential investors previously, and they're earning like, you know, half a percent or one percent on their money in their account. But then they, they realize that there's paperwork to fill out to do a transfer to a, you know, to a self-directed IRA. And they're like, gosh, it seems like so much work. <laughs> Literally, it's about for tens of thousands hour. of dollars yeah. worth of prospective yield that you can earn on that money yeah. in a year's time. And, and once you do the paperwork once, you don't have to do it again. Exactly. And Buy and your you wife know, a new diamond ring. She'll if, be if you want to drive to our office. We'll fill it out together. It takes about an hour to do that. And uh, an hour. <laughs> so what is that? So so one hour's worth. <laughs> Earning half percent. Let's say it's a hundred thousand. At the end of the year, you're you're making your five hundred dollars on your hundred thousand with, with your bank or. Yeah. You can make around seventy five hundred 
It's one hour of There's work. There's that diamond ring. <laughs> Come and we'll fill it out with you. We're very familiar with it. And just But it's an hour. <laughs> Come on, well, I'll, bring a do- I'll provide a donut for you. <laughs> well, in, 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 seven grand. Look, so, so do a little bit of work. Do a little bit of investigation. Do a little bit of due diligence. And earn a return that you can count on and rely on. And has protection. Has, has collateral. So that's the thing about investing in, in mortgage debt is that you're a lender. Lending means, uh, at least real estate lending, means you have collateral. You have real estate collateral backing that investment. Stock market investments, there's, there's, I mean, other than the value of the company, which, of course, you know, Apple has value, Coca-Cola has value, but still the stocks can swing wildly, and you can and do lose principal often in sure. those types of investments. Yeah. Well, also, if uh, something happens to the company, first the bondholders get paid, then the preferred stock, and then the common <laughs> you stock. You last, yeah. right. So exactly. So even though Apple is worth billions of dollars, if that stock tanks and, and something happens, yeah, you, you, the common stockholders are going to be the last to see anything, and it's going to be pennies on the dollar. That's just the way it works out. Now, of course, you know, we could make loans to a borrower uh, on a property that declines in value. Has that happened before? Yeah. A few mm-hmm. times in our lifetime, Edward, and, and a big one in, uh, 10 years ago. Um, but, but we generally believe that, A, number one, we don't have the same type of, of balloon uh, forces of impacting real estate prices right now. We do think there's going to be a correction, uh, and we're pricing for that. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're being more careful in the loans yeah, but here, we make. To me, here's the biggest thing. You guys do short-term loans, and yes. when the market declined in the past, it didn't crash overnight. It was a prolonged decline over three years yeah yeah. so you guys were out of those loans way before the principal had dropped well and that's true so we were making loans in fact i was making loans in 2007 before i formed pacific private money in 2008 and we made loans in fact i made over a dozen loans in 2008 before the october stock market crashed i got we got repaid in full on all of those loans that we made in 2008 and 2009 and 2010 while the market was in continual decline because we were making short-term loans mostly to real estate investors who were getting in and out of their foreclosure purchase activities at the time. And one thing I want to quickly mention, because we, we forget to tell people this sometimes, if you're invested in the Pacific Private Money Fund, it qualifies for that new QBID 20% deduction as long as your income is under 315000 Right. So while it is current interest income, 20% of it gets sheltered thanks exactly. to that new tax right. law. Right. So there, are, there, are, there were a couple of things to, to appreciate in that uh, Trump tax bill, although uh, there were quite a few things, things to that, not appreciate, but at least that yeah. one was a good one. That was and the thing one. is, though, if you own an individual deed of trust, I don't believe you do get that 20% deduction. So that's another reason why investing in the fund is a, is a smart mm-hmm. idea. Right. All right, guys, uh, we're going to cut to our last commercial break. We don't have a trivia question, but when we come back, we're going to wrap things up. Talk about some interesting. Maybe we'll uh, talk about seals rising. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's seals, right. Don't, don't forget the seals rising. All right. Stay with us. The best of investing will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. No uh, trivia question on this one? We were one? telling jokes that were not safe for, uh, not safe for work. Well, one, of them, one, of them was, one of them was. The one about uh, the, the, that I, I was... Carbon I had monoxide? To, yeah, I had, to, uh, un, I had to take the battery out of the carbon monoxide alarm because it kept making so much noise. I was just getting dizzy and I, I felt <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> too loud. Too loud. Okay. So, Nam, we, gotta, you know, we were talking about... Seals rising or sea level rising or there's an article in the paper uh, this week. Article in the San Jose Mercury News and the title is $50 billion worth of Bay Area homes at risk of rising seas by 2050, says a report. Billions in beachfront property uh, could be flooded. And it says tens of thousands of Bay Area homes worth about $50 billion are at grave risk. Chronic coastal flooding by 2050, and this is a report by Zillow That's 30 and years. Climate Central. Yeah, but by 2100, the crisis deepens as the ice caps continue to melt. 2100 AD. Uh, oh, hey, I'll yeah. be alive. Yeah. I'll be 147, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> in galoshes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's I'm going to invest in galoshes. That's uh, yeah, the stock yeah, to that's invest right. in. That's, that's yeah. right. Well, it's 81,000 homes by that time will be uh, will be. At risk. So and in other words, live on a hill. But what if you're a climate million. change denier? How does that impact? Then it doesn't you? impact you. Yeah. <laughs> the flood, the water only goes up, goes <laughs> right up to your house. No, again, you know what? We had a, we had a scientist on here one time uh, years ago. I know, he got so and, mad at us. Uh, he did because I asked a very simple question. I said, I understand science. No scientist will deny this. That over the last call it ten thousand years, we've had at least three ice ages. Now, why did the ice melt in the first two ice ages when quote, man was not polluting the environment. Right? Well, and I think the scientists will tell you that they've got, you know, all kinds of measurements and studies showing, you know, man-made CO2 levels in the air, and, and they believe it's causing the melting and all that. I guess for me, it's mostly we've been seeing the melting. We've been seeing pictures of evaporating ice caps, but here in the Bay Area, we're, we haven't really seen you know, visual evidence other than, you know, a few more higher tides, but it's not like right. the sea levels have risen a foot here in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the Bay area. And, and things right. change. I mean, they did now instead of saying, you know, uh, um, that the earth is getting warmer they because some parts are getting a lot colder it's called well, global climate. warming global is global warming there change, we go it's yeah. now, now it's called climate see they used to just say global warming yeah. now they call it climate change well because it's, yeah. it's having different impacts depending on where you live on the planet it's warming in some areas and yeah but it, they didn't used to call it that it was only global warming it's a new right. marketing yeah. campaign yeah exactly <laughs> but you know? they're saying global temperature in general has risen versus but it but, did that in the 1700s and the 1400s yeah. so what, what caused it then. Yeah, I guess the thing to, to you know, if, if whether it is or isn't happening, um, the perception that it is yep. could impact just people's behavior. True. And saying, you know what, listen, if I'm not going to buy in a coastal market because, you know, the, or the same thing like buying an earthquake property, yeah. too. So yeah. one of our investors owned property uh, in Seadrift in Stinson mm-hmm. Beach. Oh, yeah. And he came in here and told us that he just sold it. And he got a great price for it. He oh, said, right. so the reason he sold it was because he doesn't know whether or not sea level rising is actually going to happen, but he wasn't taking any chances. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's not an unreasonable way to look at it. Right. You know, that's why right. I live on a hill. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I do too. I'm, I'm at a 200 elevation. So yeah. if they yeah. rise, I'm just getting closer to beachfront property. And <laughs> your property is going to be worth more because all the other ones will 
will uh, go down and value. There's some great fishing reefs there. They used yeah. to be homes. <laughs> I can now <laughs> cast from my deck. Yeah. There you go. I mean, listen, uh, the thing I don't like, though, is just the politicizing oh, of, of it right. all. It always yeah. comes down to follow the money. Yeah. You know, and it's funny when I was, um, and I know we got to go, yeah, but uh, I, this is a, probably a lousy analogy, but in the 80s, I worked for a company where one of the guys was Jehovah Witnesses, and he would always say he was convinced that Jesus was going to come any, any day now because isn't the news getting worse and worse and worse? And here we are 30 years later. You can say that, you know, about, you know, a lot any, of things. Well, it's like era. I predicted when the market was, stock market was at 2000, I said, I think the market will be at 4000. I just don't know when. Right. So exactly. I was right. I just our sea level's when. rising. Wow. You just really don't know when. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. Never forget three types of people in your life. Those who helped you in difficult times, those who left you in difficult times, and those who put you in difficult <laughs> times. Right? As I look to Nom. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. And the other thing is when life knocks you down, roll over and look at the stars. Ah. See, another way to turn lemons into lemonade. Tune in this uh, next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com